Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. And I'm Michael Barr. Evan is off today. He's not this... off. He's not off. He's just not here. He's oh. frolicking around Beaverton, Oregon, oh, hanging with right. the Nike folks. He's with the Nike folks. He's working. And maybe Adidas and Under Armour and some of the others. But he's hanging around Beaverton. So he's not off, off. Not off, off. Just not with us. Oh. All right. Which could be considered a vacation. Well, anyway, this, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports today. We begin, and this is huge, with the NCAA taking a huge step. See, stop saying it's huge. It this is, is huge. No, it's not huge. Yes, it, it is. It is not huge, because that was what the NCAA wanted you to believe with the statement they put out, well, that it was huge. And right away, I got it. Everybody's moving headlines, and NCAA allows this. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. What the NCAA did is obfuscate. What they said was this board is going to take the first step toward allowing players to, quote, not remember, money doesn't show up here. It's not be paid. It says to benefit. benefit. You know what that could mean? Fine. Nike wants to put your face on a billboard. They can give you a pair of cleats and a shirt. Well, but the, you're going to get taxed, and that's for sure that's going to happen to these students. No, not for sure. Not for sure. One one senator said, well, if this is going to happen, then they're going to get, I want to tax their scholarships. And, well, you know what? If you're going to start taxing them, then they're employees. That's right. And you know the schools do not want that. Yes. That opens them up to labor law. So, well, it's, it's, it's a moment worth watching, but it isn't this earth-shattering line of demarcation, the, the, the dam has broken, athletes have all these rights moment. Even LeBron came out on Twitter and said, not a victory, but a start. And that may be a good way to, to, to phrase it. It's not a victory of any kind for the players, but it's a start. Uh, AP Sports reporter Jim Litke, and he said it the best. He My said, pal Jim Litke. I used to be on his show every, uh, every day. He said it. He hit the nail on the head. This all broke loose when the school started selling jerseys for $80 with the name of the athlete. Well, this all broke loose with Ed O'Bannon. Yeah, that's when, true, too. When, that's Ed O'Bannon was yeah. the one who started this, and you'll notice that there's no college sports video games. That's right. Those were taken off the market, and you know why? Well, if you they put didn't the likeness. Be, EA didn't want to be part of that that's fight. Right. They said, yeah. like, you guys figure it out. When you figure out what kind of compensation that, you know, we can give these athletes, we're fine. Maybe, And, and then the bigger news bar is a little earlier in the week, you had the NFL Players Association getting together with the College Players right. Association and, and Ramogi Huma, who's been on this for a while, former player at UCLA, to, to sort of explore already what can they do? What's the framework? How can they capitalize on any changes that might come? How can athletes get paid real dollars for their name, image, and likeness? And the one place you target, the hard target look, would be those video games. Now, and I should add this, too. We're not talking about necessarily the colleges paying the athletes, as in here's cash. We're talking about letting the students market themselves. Yeah, this is students being able to capitalize. And when the labor side of things says capitalize, they mean cash. They mean get paid. When the NCA says benefit, they may be tying some sort of other opportunities, tuition-related, uh, scholarship-related, school-related, whatever. They're not necessarily talking about cash. So they have given, by the way, the three divisions. That's one, two, and three. They have given the three divisions of the NCA until, ready for this, 2021 
to come up with these changes. So it's not yeah. like, yeah. and this meanwhile, you've, got, you've got the California law and Gavin Newsom signed it. You, you've got Florida following. Illinois. So, the, Illinois. so you've got some pressure on the NCAA. Let's remember when California enacted this law, the NCAA sent them a letter saying, well, you know what? Maybe your schools in the state will not be allowed to participate in NCAA competitions. So you knew right away that's their, you know, when, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. That's who they are. That was the response to that move. Now others were joining in. It was like, uh-oh, we need to do something. That's where we stand. And and I listen, I still say it's big, but I you have the expertise in this. And I follow you down the rabbit hole in this because you know your stuff. Stick with me, man. Stick I'm, with me. I'm with you, baby. <laughs> Moving on. Tiger Woods. That tiger went tiger. He notched another PGA win last weekend, and now he has 82 that ties the record with Sam Sneed for PGA wins. And Scott, he has now topped $120 million yeah. with this win. What do you think of that number? If someone said to you, if I had said to you this morning, Tiger Woods' career earnings total, would you have been higher or lower than $120 million? Well, I mean, in terms of just everything. the money, I would have been higher. But right. that's not where he makes the money. He makes the money with all the endorsements. Yeah, well, this is one of those that's kind of fun in our pal, our pal Eric Matashevsky, uh used to work here, did a little breakdown of, so Tiger wins, all right? He goes in this tournament, first PGA Tour event in Japan, by the way, and he wins. So who wins? Not just Tiger gets the check, all that, the prestige. PGA Tour, a winner? Tiger wins in Japan? Would you say PGA Tour? the yes. atten- yeah, yes. Winner, right? The President's Cup? You know, it's not the Ryder Cup. Doesn't get as much attention. Tiger's the captain. There was some question as to whether Tiger would actually play, even though he hinted, you know, hey, player cap. Now you win the the event, pretty safe to assume that Tiger will be on the playing roster of the President's Cup. Winner, more interest in the tournament. You Now you're interested, Tiger's involved. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Golf TV, Tiger signed a deal with the Discovery Network you know, unit. Golf TV, they showed this event. Tiger wins, got a deal with Tiger. Golf TV, Golf TV, and Discovery. Win. And here's, here's my favorite. Did you ever hear of Zozo Inc.? Who? Exactly. Ever hear of Zozo? I had never I have in never my never heard of it. This is why companies do these deals. This they were the title sponsor, the, their debut as title sponsor on the PGA Tour for this event in Japan. It was the Zozo tournament, right? That's an online fashion website in Japan. I had no clue. I mean, looking at your salmon shirt, I thought maybe you shopped on <laughs> Zozo, but I guess not. But <laughs> I had never heard of it either. But guess what? Now I know what Zozo is. We're talking about it. Win for Zozo. Tailor-made Bridgestone. Clubs yeah. and balls. Tiger's playing them. He's winning. He's playing well. I'll sell more of those. But, I, you know, when Tiger won the Masters, all of a sudden it's like, hey, Tiger's back. And the buzz. Yeah, man. It was supposed to be all these young guns and coming to get Tiger and Kepka. And, and I, I, know all the, I know the names, but nobody resonates like Tiger. That's right. That's like you right. said, Tiger got a Tiger. Finally, uh, Game 7 of the World Series kicking off tonight. Let's talk about an apology issued by Houston Astros owner Jim Crane to a reporter from Sports Illustrated. Quite frankly, this should have been issued uh, much sooner than what it was. Yeah, and the reason we're discussing this now, it's, it's a few days after it happened, but we had talked about the infraction or what had gone on, and we never really got to it in a later show. Right. But I want to look at it in sort of the bigger context of, of just business operations, that Jim Crane finally comes out and he tells Stephanie Abstoon, quote, we were wrong. I mean, didn't need to take that long, as you said. If you screw up, just say so. There's a whole lot of forgiveness out there. But here's the quote. 
He said to uh, to Stephanie, I assure you that the Houston Astros will learn from this experience. My question to you, Michael Barr, and I know you've heard the saying, a smart man learns from his own mistakes. A truly wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Right. Will others in sport and business, you name it, will they learn from this experience and what the Houston Astros went through? Well, I hope so. And, and again, if people don't understand what happened, uh, there was a moment when there was an executive that... Uh, the assistant you know, general manager. Assistant general manager, and there was a group of female reporters, and uh, and he was shouting, and I'm, I'm having a brain They had here, signed a player, Osuna, Osuna who had a domestic you. violence Osuna, right. issue. Right. And uh, so he shouts to these uh, female reporters, I am so glad we bleeping have Osuna. Yeah. And they targeted yes, those women. They targeted the women. Right. Now, she the, wrote about it. And it's then to say, they know, said they, the Astros they, thought it was they, fake. The team said she fabricated the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. In, in essence, like the biggest sin you could commit in journalism, like she made it up. It, yeah. didn't, it didn't happen. And then they find out, well, it did happen. And then they fired. The, the the person who yelled that, and then uh, now they made the apology. Maybe no statements before investigations if you're going to have an investigation. Maybe you don't need to come out and say anything other than we're looking into this. That's what I was just going to say. That's what the other people need to learn about. There this. you go. If yeah. you don't know, don't say. If you don't know what's happening. You know. It's like they say to lawyers, don't ask the question. You don't know the answer to Exactly. This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soshnick. Me. You. Thank you. No, Evan. I miss him. We're here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with Michael Caparasso, the CEO of the New York Roadrunners. You know, they put on a little 26.2-mile run this weekend here in the streets of New York City. Hmm. I heard about that. Mm -hmm. uh, we I, miss you, Evan. I can watch people run forever. That <laughs> You're, you're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online wherever you get your podcasts.